0: Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Four News team. Hello, this is MTG Action Four News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Com number five, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, here, breaking news source.
1: Yes, and uh, as our good friend, the Godfather usually says, I'm going to make him an offer that makes no sense
0: and doesn't really move the forward to table at all. Gee getting caught up on Meta traffic with the weatherlight report. Oh, I'm bringing you to the beat on the street. They are the head of CMD tower himself. Hello, this is Mr. T. Ooh, Ooh boys. Well, that was a little awkward. That's yeah. that got dark. I got dark yeah. in a hurry. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into your number six source of Magic the Gathering news. Once again, MTGCCA.com. Fifth place. Let's it's gonna happen
1: around. this year. Let's Let's do it. Do it.
2: We will we will take we will take back the capital. <laughs> the deserved capital. Speaking of, what is this mention that the uh said band uh podcast mentioned us and called us Commander Tower?
0: Redacted Podcast, you
2: mean? Correct.
0: We're I don't know. I couldn't get an could eyes on it. Is that it, where so. we're at
2: now? I don't, I don't know what's going oh, on God, here. Oh, God, that man. would make
0: my day. That would be that incredible. Would make my
2: I day. guess I'm
1: going to start sending even more nude tweets to <laughs> so, the coming for you, Jimmy.
2: <laughs> and that's how Big Tuck rolls.
0: We're going to start off the top of the castle, ladies, and carnage that ensued with... 45. <laughs> So it seems like it's a tradition on uh, MTG Action 4 News. If you're on Mister uh, Bevers' channel, then you have to talk about a game. That's it basically uh, of course. the way it works. Did you get uh, two in with them or just the one? I I was able to get two in. Nice. Uh, I got invited because I think he was tired of big tucks, rude Goldberg machines, and wanted to see what a true combo player could do. Uh huh. Sure. So and then and then played uh, the your game- two non combo decks. As per our discussion <laughs> in the car. <laughs> <laughs> So the first game that we played, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about. It was just real funny. I played Vin Diesel, a.k.a. Grevin. Oh, yeah. uh, it was on an alternate universe podcast, Bruise and Bilge. You guys should go check it out. And uh, one shot at a dude uh, with Grevin. Excellent. But of course, I put my life total to three. So then I died the very next turn. Made sense. Totally get account. it. You
2: know how many times you've just like burned yourself down, manacrypted yourself to death, put yourself at too low of a life total just to kill somebody. Feels great. It's amazing
0: feels Great, uh, also, shout guns. out to the collective. Uh, I don't know about you, Tuck, but I probably got gifted between uh, Jestervest and uh, Spencer like five treasure tokens, maybe six. I think I gained five life at one point. I was just getting channel points left and right. They've
1: they've helped me rummage and draw cards where I've been desperate to get them too. I would say I'm I'm a a uh,
2: treasure token to Big Tuck early game to get him a little boost. That's my jam. Someone
1: gave I think it it was either Jester Vest or the other guy or someone else who gave me, they gave me one to start the
0: game with. So actually, okay. So that is funny because when I was playing my Greven deck, uh, I got one from Jester Vest. I believe it was uh, he got it, gave it to me at the beginning of the game. So a demonic tutor, turn one. Nice, hilarious. Uh, but work. The game I actually want to talk about was I was playing Commander Esha. I was going against Moldrotha Squirrels. uh okay. we going against Mono Black Araria, and then Hesazon Tamar. Ooh. Ooh. So, oh boy. Uh, yes, I did play two Voltron decks back-to-back. That's just uh-huh. what kind of savage I am. Sure. And uh, I, I could see the disgusting stuff that the Mono Black Arara deck was doing. You know, ETB, everyone lose a life, they gain a life. And I could yeah. just see that going downhill real quick. Quick, So I just started swinging in Esha over there. I had Sword of Light and Shadow. Uh, had the Swift Foot boots to give it the hexproof. I Excellent. mean, I was just in gravy land. Um, and then... You know, I had a little board reset happen. You know, we all kind of dealt with it. Uh, yeah. I think it was an Ingarook's wake. Uh, mm, I rebuild yeah, incredibly yeah. quick. And uh, I have the mono black player with like four-ish life, maybe six. One more swing and they're dead. Mr. Bevers, during <laughs> his main phase decides to go ahead and do that stupid target player bounces all non-land permanents they control to their hand. Oh, yeah. Rivers gonna be classic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, bounced my entire board after my turn had passed. Wow. And I proceeded to die two turns later because what happened? The mono, black, or Yara player did this, like stupid stupid card that when it etbs you create the harpies equal to your devotion of black and it was like nine oh, or ten or uh, thirteen or something um, aboherent overlord yes that's right yeah abhorrent Abhor- uh, overlord yeah yeah and so he he did some draining to us Got me and the Hezazon player down to 13's Xaxxs, blinked his apparent Overlord, drained us both for 15, and Mr. Bevers is at like three, and then he <laughs> dies to a Condry's Closet. So, <laughs> way to go, <laughs> Mr. Bevers. You dick. Uh, you literally hurt me to let the other player win.
1: Good. Oh, I mean, that's good, nothing new, right? Good. That's nothing new. Yeah, I know. Like how many times I think if you took a long, hard look in the mirror, Mr. Combo, you would realize that you've said that statement probably more times than a lot of magic
0: players. In most 40 life in the dashes, I would say
2: most weeks. That is that is pretty par for the course.
0: Oh, and MTG Lord leaves. You're on notice. Think you could come into game two, start trolling me? <laughs> I troll you. I do the trolls. Coming,
1: <laughs> coming into game two, trolling me. You're on notice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Squeaky Gee. Anything you want to talk about? Well, not any games, but uh, what are we? We're, we're in 2021 now. It's a new year, new savage. I'm throwing this out again to the collective. Put your hats on, think what would be fun. I need the competitive deck. I need it. I'm actually committing to build it and I'm ready to kind of start, you know, drudging all this shit together. And I said drudge, yes, I'm not excited about it. But we're gonna do it. So put your ideas Ooh, I think Put that your was ideas a- together. Send them in a message, send them in a tag, whatever you want email me actually that's probably the best way to get a hold of uh, old old McGee. but uh, send me something that you think would be fun for me to build around because it's time for me to start thinking about it uh, and I, I i can't do it myself because i don't physically have it in me to pick a commander that's competitive i don't so
0: big Tuck, did you notice what you just did there he said drudge. I think that was a keyword. He's looking at dredge. Yeah, exactly. I was, Rock, thinking, coming I, was, our way. I was thinking the
1: same thing. It's like, okay, he's just going to Golgari dredge. Have fun. <laughs> have fun with your, uh, have fun with your Gitrog monster.
0: Problem solved. Oh, no, I'm not doing Gitrog monster. Big Tuck, any games you want to talk about? Yeah,
1: uh we single aaron reached out to me to play this week and then he, he had a covet scare so he was out um so marketing ross and nancy aka matt nance a uh, friend of his uh and former winner of the one of our bundles here on the show they came over and we there's we were playing the three of us and i swear we must have gotten like seven games in it was just like boom boom Damn. boom 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 yeah and they all kind of blended together a little bit um Sounds because like there's there so much quickness going on have too
2: many win counts um
1: so the the three ones i want the three ones that jump to mind is ross built for his budget deck a less than 50 dollar
0: um borrow cycling deck that's fucking insane oh. So he uh, finally got the uh, cards in. I know yeah. last time I talked to him, they were still coming in the mail.
1: Yeah, it's really good. It's really really good. Um, it won on like turn three, I think. Um, what? So that, yeah. So that three. Uh, yeah. That's gross. Uh, so that. So that's. That um, that's gross. N- Nance Nance played his Narset deck, and the first flip off Narset was Armageddon, so that was a nightmare. Um, <laughs> and then I I i kind of have been trying to pick and choose what decks i enjoy playing um and starting to pull some of the goodies that i have sitting around and put them in so uh i put the i put a bunch of stuff into arcades and it survived a board it survived two board wipes came back and just trounced the game uh having having zendikar resurgent uh teferi's protection that i casted and didn't even need to just to prove a point uh thank you for whatever that drop is (laughs) and then lastly wow Lastly, the next, the last deck, the next deck on the chopping block is Dargons. It is just not a fun deck for me anymore. You so that's that's, that's gonna be decomp here a little
2: bit. Dargons. After all you cut us it. through with that damn Dargon deck in this Dargon uh, Jargon, you cannot cut. You can't. You have to keep it.
1: We will have the fondest memories of it on this very alternate universe show to think about while I I probably build the colourless Morphon Eldrazi deck. I don't <laughs> but anyways, the that was enough
2: The physical Dargon. Uh, no, it's terrible. I'm over it. I'm upset by this. I'm upset. You can't cut it. You put me through an hour and forty five minutes of Dargon Hell. You have to keep it. I'll uh, I'll put it I'll put it in the suggestion box,
1: which also some people refer
0: to as a toilet. Well, you don't flush your toilet, so
1: yeah, Sunday so could be there for a while.
0: <laughs> All right, well, that's going to wrap up 40 life at a dash. Now, to cover what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? <laughs> Well, it's that time of month again because it happens every damn month. The uh, CMD Tower MTG Action 4 News, not so, so accurate, accurate set, set review. review. Uh, we are doing Caldheim. It is perfect timing because I just finished Vikings. Yes, all six seasons. <laughs> yeah, <guess> that <laughs> That's a matter a of maybe three weeks. Uh, impressive! Impressive. It- <clears throat> If you guys have not listened to our not so accurate set reviews before, basically, we know that there's a billion podcasts out there and YouTube content creators that are doing these 2-3 hour in-depth set reviews. Well, fuck that noise. Yep, we are up. doing that. We're just we're doing we're just, just doing gonna... an hour
1: long set review. I thought you were going to say for those who, I thought we were going to lead this with for those who haven't heard this sort of bit before, go ahead and turn it off and go to the next episode. <laughs>
0: So what we're each gonna do is talk about our favorite creature, enchantment, sorcery, instant planeswalker, artifact, land, legendary creature, and God from the set. So I'll kick it off with Creatures. Uh, He was one of the first ones previewed. He's a badass. I'm gonna have to find room for him in Atraxa. It's the non-angry Vorinclex monstrous raider. Uh, absolutely great creature card, even though it is a legend as well. So it's four colorless, green, green. It's a six-six. First time we get Phyrexian, I believe, in the creature type. Yeah, That's yes. I think so. It is a mythic uh, pre-ordering for forty dollars. Forty me now. dollars, and it has trample haste. And it says if you would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, put twice that many of each of those kinds on that permanent or player instead. If an opponent would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, they put half that many on each of those kinds of counters on that permanent or player instead, rounded down. So I absolutely love this because this is giving counter synergy even more juice. Yeah. And yeah, planeswalkers and plus ones don't really need it, but this kind mm-hmm. of opens up for other ones. You know, squeeze obsessed with energy. So this. is <laughs> coming. It's oh, <laughs> coming. Twenty twenty
2: twenty or sorry, twenty twenty one. It's the year.
0: It's the year. It could be done the year for of energy. energy. We could. Be talking fate counters, bounty counters. It just it kind of opens up for counter dot deck. And I think that's really, really cool. Because if you wanted to deal with counters before, it was just like, oh, what are you doing? Plus one counters? Are you doing infect counters? Are you doing planeswalkers? Because mm-hmm. those are the only three that matter.
2: You know what? Uh, I gotta say, um, I usually overreact to all the cards that we read in our not so accurate set review and tell you that they're gonna get banned and they're garbage and it's ridiculous and wizard sucks. I think this is actually designed really well because plus one, plus one counters, they have a a good support system and everybody's going to balk and be like, oh my God, everybody else gets half the amount of counters that they normally would get. But I'm thinking to myself, that's fairly situational. So this card in a plus one, plus one counter deck is really good. But how many times do you go against another plus one, plus one counter deck while you're playing yours? Pretty rare, if you would ask me. Um, So I think this card is one, to your point, really, really good. Two, slam Duncan and tracks or any other plus one plus one counter deck. Yep. But at the same rate, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the reins back. I'm not gonna freak out. Not gonna freak out. Everything's fine. This card's good. I like it. I like your pick. I like it. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, I I hate the other Born Collects, but this one seems way fairer and way more interesting. So um I'm surprised that they didn't go because there because there was also uh What's the other, another Norn spoiled as well, right? So, or it was a fake. It was a fake, obviously. Yeah. Um. So I think it's. I think also from like a a five thousand foot view, this also opens up the idea of bringing in, bring, somehow bringing in these well known legends or however you want to call them, right? Like well known cards into different sets without having to do like New Phyrexia mm-hmm. Volume Two or whatever sure. that, or whatever is inevitably really going to happen.
2: Yeah. I also like that you use five thousand foot view. That's half as much as people normally say, ten thousand foot. Right. View. Well done. You're breaking the color pie or the. Right. Pie? I, I, just got, the, I just got I just got finished reading the it into
1: thin it. air, so
0: <laughs>
2: I, I know all about
0: I know all about elevation change.
2: All right, Squee. What is your creature? All right, so uh, you savage for cutting your Dargon deck. I'm picking a Dargon. Goddamn it, it's Goldspan Dargon. That is. Yeah, we Chicago's. are. Woo! Oh, you're doing it too? (laughs) You're cutting your Dargon deck and you're putting this I don't even I don't Uh don't have any words for you I'm going to read off its name and you read the rest of the goddamn text because I'm pissed off at you Gold, Spade, Dargon Three colorless, two red, Creature Dargon It's a mythic uh, so it's a four, four flying with haste,
1: uh, audio shiv dragon again, card is unplayable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so when it attacks or becomes a, the target of a spell, create a treasure token, treasures you control, have tap. sack this artifact, add two mana of any one color. That's uh, gross. so it's gross. Yeah, it's really gross. And I think, you know, if you look at, um, things like shiny impetus, um, What's the curse card that generates treasure? There's, like, Red Red has a bunch of ways to, like, make ancillary treasure tokens as, like, their version of ramping, quote-unquote. Curse of Opulence? Yes, yeah, that's the one. Right. Um, good, good pull. Very impressive. Or did, did you, you just lay it very up? Very impressive. No. I now was just thinking. A, okay. Using the good old noggin. Using that nogs. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so I think that this card is obviously a slam dunk in Dragon decks. but the fact that it comes in, it comes in, can attack, can immediately get... Uh, a treasure that pays for a third of its mana cost give or take it seems pretty solid so i took this uh, for your yeah.
2: support smothering tithe times two wonderful news yeah beautiful yeah exactly yeah, throw, so, throw I mean, tra- any multicolored deck that you can run red in and if you're using yeah. anything and there's a multitude of things that now bring out treasure tokens i feel like that has been a pretty consistent theme for the last five or ten years There's a lot of stuff that this card's really going to make busted. And, you know, run this with some X spells with a bunch of things you can sack for two times as much mana as you normally would have. Double up your tokens with white has, you know, many different, well, not many different token doublers. Why am I blanking on the token doubler that they run? It's the same thing. as Anointed Procession. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, But yeah, run an Anointed Procession with some treasure tokens and this. then you got four times the mana as you normally would. You can, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can run this in a lot of different decks. I don't think it's just stuck in mono red. You can run this in a lot of different stuff. Uh, I, I think it's great. I think it's gross all at the same time, not to mention flying haste four four. Not bad.
0: Yeah, for me, I I like what the card says on its face. But to me, this is very much a casual catnip card. Because of the fact that he only makes a treasure once he attacks or becomes mm-hmm. the target of a spell, make the treasure. And so, you know, you could play it and even before you had combat, they're like, ah, you know what, murder, the best removal spell ever. Sure. So he basically paid five to get a treasure that'll only tap for one. Um, that's, you know, I, I think there's some decks if it's very heavy treasure centric, hey, the Dockside extortion is CEDH, Yeah, no, there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, I, I could see it being like really cool in that. And I do agree with Squee. I think Boros, because you're probably gonna run Smothering Tithe anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good fit in that. Um, but outside of that, I'm gonna struggle to find decks to put this in that aren't just Dragon Tribal. But I do think it's a very cool... Casual card. Sure. I think it's standard. I think this will probably do something.
2: But yeah, I think yeah, I'm going to let is, you wait game. until Terrifying Tyler puts this in one of his decks and doubles up all of his ties and doubles up all of his BS <laughs> and murders everybody with it. Plays boring. This, this just goes slam, slam dunk any deck here. with <laughs> in it. Yep. It, it's it's going to happen. All right. Well, since you guys both
0: shared that, we're going to move straight on over to enchantments. Ooh. And this one uh, I'm I'm real excited for. Okay. It's basically been described as birthing pod from your hand. Ah. We're talking about in search of greatness. Hey. S- Wait, oh, is that all
1: three? That's <laughs> three Wait, Three, yeah. is that <laughs> three?
0: <laughs> Uh that's a uh, green green. It's an enchantment.
2: It's ah. a rare. And I'm gonna read this as fast as I humanly can. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may cast a permanent spell from your hand with converted mana cost equal to one plus the highest converted mana cost among other permanents you control without paying its mana cost if you don't scry one. Woo! There we go. Aye. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, well. th- th- this card for double
0: upkeep decks, absolutely stupid. This card for almost any just green stompy deck yeah, all is really, really yeah. dumb. Why not uh, just could have you it imagine this? In the Godfather's Gore Claw deck, right? We just put Kodama of the East Tree in there. It's just like, oh, let me get it multiple. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This with Kodama of the East Tree work together. That is stupid. No, yeah, well, that's that is really so good. dumb. But then you have to
1: well, have you have to a- put in something that's like a seven drop to get it in there, right? Because Kodama's six. But if you're running that deck the way it should be, you should have options, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: so I this kind of think it's great. Like, and then is they is... even gave you the bone to pick. they were just like, well, you know, just in case it doesn't yeah. work, scry one.
1: Yeah. It and it's kind of like, it kind of it kind of fits where it's like, okay, I can't afford Sylvan Library and Miri's Guile, but I can't mm-hmm. afford Lifecrashers Bestiary and In Search of Greatness, right? Like they all kind of fill yeah. similar gaps in terms of the Question value. for the group, what um, is this
2: pre-ordering at right now? I'm seeing like seven, seven around seven, yeah. So Okay, okay. Uh, that's, that's, okay.
1: It will it'll be I don't I mean Life Crasher's Bestiary is like pennies right now, so um or yeah, it's way better
0: than Life Craster's Bestiary. <laughs> Bestiary, thank you very much.
1: Bestiary uh, I, I agree, but compared it compared it to uh Miri's Guile, which is also better, but that's like what, twenty bucks at least? Uh, yeah. I think this I think this will be a very strong budget alternative and also a win con on the right deck.
2: I don't necessarily think this is worse than Miri's Guile. I really don't, because you get to cast something from your hand without paying for it, and Miri's Guile has nothing to do with that. That's just a a draw effect essentially. Um, I see this more as if you play your cards right. Heh. You know, a little pun there. Um, If you play your cards right, you can dump out ridiculous stuff from your hand for free with this. And then if you don't have the opportunity to do so, you get to scry one as a constellation prize. Miri's Guile is more of just a top deck type of thing. But I think you can manipulate this into getting big splashy spells out for free. And it does say permanent. It's not restricted to creature, which is really yeah. really nice. Yeah, exactly. Right. You
0: get this down. Think about it. You get this down. Turn two in EDH, you're now being able to play on your next turn something that costs three mm. for free. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. you do that yeah, and or say point. late game. Like, say I have this in the board. I have <clears> a Siege Behemoth out. Free a Chroma's Memorial. Right. And
1: you could also, if you're running like pod and that sort of thing, you can kind of do some like stacking things yep. where it's like, okay, I can I wanna
2: play this, so I'm gonna sack that sweet card. And that being said, in an enchantment that's two mana to put out early game that where you get to scry one every turn? Yeah. In. Yeah.
0: Without the rest of the text I'm in. Oh, I don't know about that. That that'd be a pretty shitty
2: card, just two mana scry one. <laughs> We're talking. We're talking green here, that. where we all complain you can't draw as many cards as you want to. No one says that in Kyle green. So green like... has all the ways to draw cards. Yeah, green has every. Green
1: has everything now. So there's the, <laughs> that the the if it, so if this was a white I, if this was a white card, it'd be like thirty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, we're going to move on to sorcery now, since that was a threefer. Uh, I'm still talking green, and I'm talking a snow sorcery. Ooh. Ooh! I am also talking to Snow Sorcery, Frost. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, I am white hot on this card. It's a slam dunk in my Elf deck. Uh, three colorless green Snow Sorcery. It's a rare. A friend of Yron is never cold. Nice. I don't well know if It's side, good. Yeah. yeah it's close. It's it.
1: close. I like it.
0: Uh, Distribute X plus one plus one counters among any number of creatures you control where X is the number of snow mana spent to cast this spell. So it peaks at four. Right. Then draw a card for each creature you control with power four or greater. Mm -hmm. This is a slam dunk in my elf deck to where it's like, hey, if I need to load those four counters up on uh, Marwyn, then basically the spell's free because she's going right. to be able to tap for four additional, and I get to draw a card. Right. Or a lot of times, what happens is I have multiple elves that are twos, threes, fours, and power, and so now I can start kind of moving it around to draw as many cards as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it is potentially a worse version of Oh Tuck. What's that card? You cast it. It does a thing, and then you draw a card. If uh, for each creature you control, power four or greater with Ferocious. Uh, Shamanic Revelation? There we go. So I I, I do think this is maybe a worse version of Shamanic Revelation. Um, But I really like it out of the set, and for like a dollar thirty. Yeah, I'll pick up a copy. Now, I don't know if this is going to be playable in EDH unless you're in mono colors, because then it just makes sense to run all the snows. Not hmm. many people just have dedicated snow land bases and multicolored <laughs> decks, but yep. I mean, we've gotten enough snow lands over the last couple of years. Maybe it is right. people just have them lying around.
2: I think people might start a- after this set. That's a good point. I think people might start running more dedicated snow bases to run a couple cards for example i do that in my acroma deck because i have the one card if you sack a snow land you can then prevent all damage like and you can do that mm. repeatedly as an enchantment so like i and then that was super fringe but for that one card alone i put all snow mountains in there just to have it available sure because it's, yeah, yeah. it's really nice and now that this set's coming out with a lot of that support i think that could be a very interesting thing that we'll might see happen index decks where snowlands are more supportive people are also going to be drawing these packs and getting these booster boxes booster sets they're going to be getting a bunch of snowlands i would assume your basics that normally I, I think most people's restrictive thing is oh i gotta buy snowlands and they're a dollar right. or mm-hmm. whatever a piece now you're gonna start seeing them come in your packs you're gonna get them you're gonna have them available so yeah yeah so i, I think it's a good pick and I, I think we're gonna see a lot more snow support Totally. All right, Squee, what is your snow sorcery? All right, so I'm going red with my snow sorcery. It is Tundra fum, fum Fumarole. Fum, F-U-M-A-R-O-L. <laughs> <F-u-m-a-r-o-l-fumarole. laughs> oh, yes. Fumarole. Yep. <laughs> Who are you calling a Fumarole? Uh, you, sir. <laughs> I like uh, Fumarole. So, <laughs> <laughs> it is one colorless, two red snow sorcery. It's a rare Tundra Fumarole deals 4 damage to target creature or planeswalker. Add a colorless for each snow spent to cast this. Until end of turn, you don't lose this mana as steps and phases end. So essentially, this is if if you're running like we were just talking about, if you're running all snowlands in your deck, this is a, a add one mana to your mana pool spell, essentially. Deal four damage to our creature or planeswalker, and then you can use that in your main phase, second main phase, however you want to use it that turn. I think it's really interesting, and then it also has flavor text. So, all right. Let's let's channel the channel an accent. What are we thinking here? The only thing that smells worse than troll is burnt troll. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah okay. i am there. We'll take it. The Academy will accept your yeah, nomination. We will accept nomination.
1: We'll accept that nomination. Oh, thank you. Thank, uh, thank you very much. This uh, is I, also I think this card's uh, interesting. The third card that has a goofy word, fumarole in it. So we have Tundra Fumarole, Wandering fumarole
0: and finally, fumarole. <laughs> Just Fumeral. <fumarole.
2: laughs>
0: so, I mean, I don't think I would run this card in any deck other than maybe like Wart or any other mm. kind of spell slinger copying spell effect because it doesn't say like, as you cast it, you get well it does say to cast a spell so i guess even if you copy it it's not going to see its casting cost so you're not going to get any colorless off of it mm-hmm.
1: right yeah so like the best case scenario is you get three color, you pay three you get three back right yeah. so it kind of pays for itself um i could i could see this being played in a deck like a little bit of Torbrand, brand right because like six damage for three is is nothing to sneeze at especially yeah. if it's a creature or planeswalker right especially um, if it's free
2: you know Six damage for nothing?
1: Yeah, right. And then you can kind of go on to your next whatever crap. I'm sure there's some... I'm sure someone will say that there's some ridiculous storm... Rude Goldberg machine that you can do with this pain for itself and all that crap, but well, no,
0: I don't think you. I don't think there is a way to do that because of the fact that you only get the colorless mana when you to, pay know, for spent it to yeah. cast it. Yeah, so I think the only way you'd be able to loop it is if somehow you're able to like bounce it back to your hand and then make the spell only cost three colorless, and you're able to like rinse and repeat. That yeah, yeah, maybe, but that that is a rude Goldberg machine for another day.
2: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's how I do. Yeah, it's not the. Great card i would say if this was an instant probably would be ten dollars yeah, more I'd than be it's better. going to cost but yeah. well, um, not ten dollars if it was an instant i think a free instant removal spell but it's not really free
0: because you're losing it on two red. And then you have to use that mana <sighs> during that player's turn. Sure. Uh, I do agree, if it was an instant it'd probably be, right now it's pre-ordering for 78 cents. Right. Maybe $2 if it's an instant because then potentially it sees play in Constructed, uh, sure. like standard, but... Uh, Hell, you could make this an instant for just red red, yeah. and there's no way in hell it would be ten dollars. It's
1: gonna it's gonna wreck it's gonna wreck cons- it's got a wrecked sealed. It's probably gonna get played standard. Um yeah. so and it's got some fringe utility, I would say. Uh but it's it's definitely interesting Is like again, like they're trying to they're trying to get let red and white into the good card pool, but they're like only putting them <laughs> in the kiddie pool
2: versus right. like the high dive of the blues and greens of the world. Well, I'm going to give it a gentleman's five dollars if it was an instant and dip out. of that. <laughs> All right, Tuck, what's your sorcery? So
1: I know you don't like this card, but I'm I'm very keen on it. Uh, Raven form. Raven form. Very interesting, in my opinion. So two colors and a blue for a sorcery. It's blue exile target artifact or creature. It's controller creates a one one blue blue creature token with flying foretell for blue. So during your turn, you can pay to exile this card from your hand face down. Cast on later turn for its foretell cost. So in my opinion, if you're running mono blue or Demir, I would easily cut a Pongify effect. I would keep, because there's like three pretty much ones you can do. You can do Pongify, Rapid Hybridization, and um, the one that exiles in blue. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. So you cut one of those for a card that you can cycle for two on turn two if you have nothing else to do. And then now you can have a card where you don't need to pay seven or board wipe to deal with an artifact, which both those colors do very poorly. So is this something that's going to be played in every single deck? Probably not. But the fact that it's breaking the color pie for blue to exile a creature or an artifact with such a low downside to me makes it a really, really interesting card.
2: I think it is an interesting card. I wouldn't I would not replace a Pongify, for example, for, for what we were just talking about. Pongify an instant. This is a sorcery. You're not going to be able to use it as the spot removal that you may need to use it to stop somebody from doing something. Also, it gives them a flyer instead of a three three on the ground. That being said, I do like this card. I hate Fortell. I think it's stupid going on. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm Fortel not on Fortel either. This card itself, though, because. And, and especially for me, because it says target artifact or creature where Pongify is uh, what is what is is Pongify just only. a creature? Yeah. Yes. So it's some modality there, which I agree with is useful, especially nowadays with all the combo pieces that are out there in the artifacts. Um, so, yeah, it is good. I wouldn't necessarily replace it, but I may run it alongside a Pongify or something like that.
0: Yeah, look, I actually really like Foretell I think it's a very cool mechanic. It's nice in turns, especially in EDH, where you have nothing to do. And usually you have the right. sorcery and instance that you can't use yet. So at least, hey, I'll pay two colorless, put it in exile face down, uh, and use it for a later time. And your opponents have no idea what it is. So that, I actually love that mechanic. I'm just not hot on this being a sorcery. Cause cause it's the sorcery? way too right. damn slow. Um, you know, if it... How about this? If it said exile target artifact or enchantment instead of creature and was still sorcery speed, then I think I'd be all over it. I Uh, would be all over that. But the fact that it's creature, meh.
1: Well, when my future Raza deck, you play your Blightsteel and your Jota, I have this card foretelled, and then the next turn for one, I exile it for the rest of the game.
2: We'll see who's or laughing now, kill you Mr. Combo. I kill you that turd. Here's right. the big tech, late game, you're about to die to a flyer, Raven form your soul ring, get a flyer on the board, done. Flawless. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to instants.
0: Uh, also use the soul ring to about, pay for it. I'm talking about the most broken card in the set that's an instant. It's the blue. If you do it with Avenger or Zendikar, it gets real dirty. Oh yeah. We're talking about Mystic Reflection. This card is bananas. Yeah, it's really good. So, colorless blue, pre-ordering for about 370. It's an instant with foretell. So during your turn, you may pay two colorless and foretell it later for a single blue. Choose target non-legendary creature. The next time one or more creatures or planeswalkers enter the battlefield this turn, they enter as copies of the chosen creature. And of course, everyone has talked about the biggest kind of non-bow or synergy you could do with this card. Cast Avenger of ETB's on the stack, Mystic Reflection, choose Avenger. All your plant tokens enter as Avenger of and then all of them get Avenger of Mm. triggers and create a crap ton of tokens. Uh, It's absolutely dumb. I love it. I wish this wasn't an instant because I can't run it in Brutaclad and that would just be so cool. (laughs) but i'll take it
2: yeah this is gross. Yeah. you know hashtag every awkward news segment we do about set reviews blues busted f- wizards for keeping giving them all this sh- two mana as an instant this is stupid this should be like four
1: and yeah it gets around like i mean again it's like someone's playing north set and you just have this up it's like okay congratulations your commander's the Atlanta War elves right Um, so I think it's got like, obviously it's got those busted synergies and wombo's with the Avenger stuff on your own, but I think it, I think it really threads the needle well as both a defensive and an offensive spell, especially like you said, with the Fortel of just doing this and just waiting for the right time. It's kind of like, it's just kind of this card more. So I'll give, I'll give you credit on this one. This card more so than the other cards we've talked about with Fortel has the ability to be that kind of like rattlesnake card prevents the game from ending, gives you the extra turn you need, or you can utilize it for your own evil purposes.
0: Right. Yeah. The one thing I do, I just kind of thought of, um, that I really like about it, it gives you the modality with your opponents of only having to have a single blue open, because then your opponents start going like, okay, is it Swan Song? Which is going to counter these things. Mm-hmm. Could it be Mystic Reflection? That'll f- me on these things. Right. So it, it becomes this... Because usually it's like, oh, one blue opens Swan Song. What does that do? Oh, I'm gonna cast something. It won't even impact. Yeah, right. That. Or, gonna, or like or That's, that's what stuff, yeah, right? Pogify. Yeah. 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 And now with something like this, it's just it is a true rattlesnake to where the now the gamut of what a single blue can do is massive. Right.
2: Yeah. And I think you also and, like, know if you're two, playing a blue deck and you see anybody foretell a card, it's that one. Just a heads up that one.
1: And every, everyone's a fa- everyone knows I'm a fan of all these sub games of magic, right? Like the the monarchs and whatnot. And I do like how these foretell cards kind of add another dimension to that, right? Because it could be anything. Kind of like morph in that sense
2: too. Yeah, they they really yeah. just stole morph and called it foretell. All right, Squee. What is your instant? All right, so I'm still sticking on this red train because I can't believe they did it, but they said it. Tybalt's trickery, one colorless, one red, instant, it's a rare, and it says, and I'll, I'll read the rest of it later, but it says, full stop with a period, counter target spell. Nothing else. Counter target spell, period. I haven't seen that in red. It's always counter target red spell, or sorry, counter target blue, blue spell, spell yeah. but you've never seen like a full on trying to give red a full counter spell. you have access to so the rest of the text is fairly complicated and it reads choose one two or three at random it's how do you i guess you roll a six-sided dice and choose odds or even maybe I don't really know how you choose one, two, or three at random. Yeah, you just roll a six-sided die. You no, use and a six-sided die. One and two is one, three and four is <laughs> no, right, two, okay, five yeah, and six yeah. is three. So choose one, two, or three at random. Its controller mills that many cards, then exiles cards from the top of their library until they exile a non-land card with a different name than that spell. They may cast that card without paying its mana cost. They put the exiled cards on the bottom of the library in a random order. So... Again, like we just talked about a couple of minutes ago, they're trying to give Red some, some cool spells that actually put it into competitive-esque kind of area, but they have to give it some stupid-ass caveat. So I wanted to talk about it because of, I love that they gave them a 2-mana counterspell. I hate that they gave them a 2-mana counterspell. They could potentially f*** you over, because they might just mill something that's fantastic. But more or less, you're probably using this in a pinch at the end of the game, where you counter somebody's spell that you know is the game winner for them, and then they gotta take random chance off the top of their deck. I like it. I think it's cool. I'm glad they're giving red a counter spell. I'm glad they're giving any other color, for that matter, a counter spell that's fairly unconditional to like this spell's done unless you pay one or two or three. That's usually what you see, but it's interesting. So here's the next level tech, though. You
0: cast something for a single mana. Tybalt's trickery yourself yes. to get the bigger, <laughs> more disgusting thing. Yeah, exactly. That's like, what you do. You, what's I that do stupid spell scrying, where it's like- Do your
2: trickery. You, you, you know what you have on top of your deck. Uh, okay, okay, okay. You, you pay, you pay right. one red and cast
1: that spell where it's like your
2: creature gains haste until end of turn draw card. <laughs> yeah. you pay two and just go and start
1: digging. Uh, oh, yeah, wow. t- this, this right. card is hysterical. I, I mean, I we've all talked about how like Chaos Warp is like probably one of the better red removal spells. I think this yeah. one is going to end up being one of the better red interaction spells that we've seen. Um, right. for
2: for the reasons that say we talked about. Okay, this is a red here. standard. I don't think it's a staple, but I think it's a red no. standard. Having uh, a counterspell at the end of the game standard. in red is huge. Man. We, we'll have to, yeah, I
1: it's but I I, I hesitate because the the worst case scenario is you counter something and then they just flip over something else that you wish you would have countered with it. Yeah. yeah right? Best case yeah. scenario it's, and
2: most likely case scenario is you counter something that was their game winner and then they flip yeah. over two lands and a fucking land of War elves or whatever. Like, yeah, I'll, I, take, just I'll not... take the chance of them flipping over something potentially catastrophic to counter something that is right. guaranteed catastrophic any day.
1: I'm a big fan of this card, but I am. I am. I need to see it. I need to see some reps on the field before I sign what draft pick it's going to (laughs) be. Okay. Yeah, especially at
2: almost $6. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know why it's $6, because it says counter target spell. What's your instant? Well, Mr. Combo, I got some great news
1: for you. We found yet another better murder. It's called Feed the Serpent. <laughs> two colors, two black. For an instant, Exile, a Target, Creature, or planeswalker. He spent the final moments of his existence tumbling down the length of the serpent's jaws, driven mad by the magnitude of the cosmos. I was trying to do well, ju- four mana. I was trying right. to do. I was trying to do John Boy from I agree Anaconda with Combo
2: here. This is not a strictly better murder. It is a better murder, but it is not a strictly. Yeah, murder. Land, Country to have to pay an extra, Ex- mana, and it's still has happily, two black pips.
1: I would happily. You find me someone who says we'll give you murder for one more. That's
0: exile any creature or a
1: planeswalker. <laughs> it's so much better.
0: But where does the slippery slope stop? As soon, as it's going to be like, hey, you know that feed the serpent for four mana. How about for five mana, and we say or enchantment. Yeah,
2: and or maybe I five f- mana exile five. two target creatures or planeswalkers
0: yeah just where do we end soon, soon tucks at the, at the dining table and they're like hey tuck you know how there was like the the screw liliana and the butthole card for nine mana and it did all of these <laughs> things what about feeding on liliana's blood for 10 mana and it does all of these things does it win me the game absolutely not sign me up jimmy No, you can, coming for you, Jimmy. Uh, I
1: I hate this show, but I will say this part, this bit that we're going through right now kind of reminds me of the part where uh, someone says like, miniature cupcakes, cupcakes, which are already smaller cakes. And now you're making even smaller cakes. Where does it end with you people? Um, so yeah, I don't care. I hope it's grease. I hope, the, I hope the road is greasy and covered in sweat. Feed the serpent coming at you.
2: <laughs> greasy and covered in sweat. That's very confusing. The sweat's going to repel off of the grease. Right, and make it even All more right.
0: slick. Well, we're heading to Plainswalker sure. country now, and I'm pretty sure me and Squee are doing the exact same one. Is it green? Yep. Yep. Go for it. Three, two, one. Tyvar Kel. Kel. Two colorless green green legendary planeswalker Tyvar
2: mythic. And it reads, L's you control have tap add one green mana. And then it has this plus one. Nope. 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 Tap add a black.
1: Who needs your glasses now, Squee? Get it together.
2: Well, apparently I need some glasses, so... Go to, the, go to LG whatever optical that, place tap, you sent me to. Add one black mana, and then it has plus one. Put a plus one, plus one counter on up to one target elf. Untap it. It gains death touch until end of turn. Nice. Zero. Create a one-one elf warrior creature token. Free tokens. Love it. Nice. Uh, also, neg six. You get an emblem with whenever you cast an elf spell. It gains haste until end of turn, and you draw two cards. Gross. You know what elves do, they make tokens. They bring a bunch of crap onto the board at one time, and or, uh, actually I guess that doesn't work for the next six, but if you're running an elf ball deck, and I know in the last set, they brought out a lot of Golgari elves, and a lot of Golgari elf support. You can see where they're going with this. So every time you cast something, you get to draw cards, you get to attack immediately, and usually those elves are going to be doing some sort of synergy with their other stuff. I love it. I think this card's great. You know I love elves. I am an elf myself. Well, maybe half. I only got one elf here, but, you know, i, d- so I, do what I can. The
0: thing that I The thing that I love about the design of this card is I think that really showed the design team's awareness of well of where elves are across, like, magic and, mm-hmm. like, the predominant Elf decks like I'm not saying they designed this card with EDH in mind, but I have a strong suspicion that it was up there when they were thinking about it. I
2: I agree. I agree.
0: Because almost all elf decks in EDH are mono green, maybe you get the the Silencia with the Reese players. Sure. There really weren't hardly any
2: Golgari elf decks. And, you know, Silencia is only green elves. Still, there's no white elves. You just run white for extra support
0: yep and i the thing i like about this is they very well could have just said elves you control tap add a green to your mana pool, sure. and then this just would have been an auto include in every single deck that runs elves in edh right. and i guarantee you this card wouldn't be pre-ordering at ten dollars it'd probably be pre-ordering at 40. But right. uh, the fact that they made them tap for black so now you can't just run it in your stock reese deck Marwyn deck um who's that guy oh El- the, El- El- yeah uh, the- aruzi what's that guy Azuri. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Azuri. Hell, you can't even run it in the Azuri Claw of Progress, the, the Simic one. Right. Uh, I just, I really like what they did with this here because it is a very cool card yep. and it makes me want to figure out how to do Golgari Elves so I could try to run this. Oh,
1: I was going to say, I was going to ask you, Mr. Combo, is that with with all, there's already like a small set of Golgari Elf stuff from the Lorwyn yep. blocks, um, but also Commander Legends had tons of cards yeah, that Legend were Golgari Elf stuff. So I was going to ask if you've thought about, because I know your Marwin deck is just kind of one that you just play whenever, um, have you thought about trying to spice things up and turn it into Golgari? No.
0: No, I haven't, because that's filling my mono green deck Mm. right now. And I'm very happy with it being mono green elf with like big beasts. It does give me a little bit cause to pause when it comes to my Golgari deck, because that's just my Pelucranos deck. That's just like meh. Yeah, I know you're not not super hot on that. And this could be a cool alternative. Plus, you could do some real cute spice stuff with this by running... uh, uh the black enchantment makes all creatures that you control of whatever type you pick oh uh conspiracy it's like arcane ad update conspiracy yeah, conspiracy so you could run conspiracy in it and then yeah you have some elves but then you have all these non-elf yeah. magaris, but they get treated like and elves. then it's just demon like, it's just, like the secret commander yeah
1: <laughs> it's just a de- it's just a demon tribal deck that's just in as elves
2: yeah Uh, Yeah, Yeah, super cool card. I I agree, yeah. I I like that they made it black as well, and you could almost see that in certain decks as an advantage because we all know the green really has no trouble creating more forests. You can create forests in any multitude of commons. You don't even have to get an uncommon or a rare to do it. But to to have a, a, a Golgari deck that has add a swamp on all creatures you control, be it a zombie, a vampire, an elf, whatever, this could actually or sorry, not not zombies, but it it would be your zombie elf. But like adding the black mana would give you extra pip support that you might need in a two color deck that you normally wouldn't get out of what you would expect from a normal green planeswalker.
0: Cool. All right, Tuck, you're the only one with the original thought apparently. What's your (laughs) uh, planeswalker?
1: Well, you know, I think Wizards every once in a while tries to do something where they, they really try to improve on perfection. And, you know, oh sometimes I think that they sometimes I think they kind of, you know, exceed that sort of expectations. Sometimes I don't think that they quite get there, but I think that they made a very Here good attempt with Tybalt Cosmic Impostor for uh, seven uh, mana. One of my favorite cards of the set, shockingly, for those who know my uh, who knows my planeswalker preferences. So uh, I'll read his side of the card first. So Tybalt Cosmic Impostor is a legendary planeswalker Tybalt. He is, as we mentioned, five colorless black and red. Um, When, uh, as he enters the battlefield, you get an emblem with you may play cards exiled with Tybalt Cosmic Imposter. You may spend mana as low as any mana of any color to cast those spells. Plus two, exile the top card of each player's library. Minus three, exile target artifact or creature. Minus eight, exile all cards from all graveyards. Add uh, triple red. He also has another face of him, which is Valky, God of Lies. For a cost in a black legendary creature god. It's a 2-1. When it enters the battlefield, each opponent reveals their hand. For each opponent, exile a creature card. They reveal this way until Valky leaves the battlefield. Uh, X, choose a creature card, exiled with Valky with converted mana cost X. Valky becomes a copy of that card. So this is a very, very slimy slash sweaty kind of card, which I like a lot. Sure. Um, obviously, I like the Tybalt reprint, but I was actually talking with Marketing Ross about this because I just tore apart my one Rakdos deck. Um, the the crap Rakdos, literal Rakdos that I never played and was not a good. Um, so I'm still left with two, my Angie and my normal Rakdos deck, both of which I'm quite partial to. So he obviously was asking me if I wanted to build this. And I said, I do, but I don't know to decom. He brought the point that this kind of Rakdos deck, it would be radically different than the other ones I'm playing, right? It's a lot oh, more yeah, sure. shenanigans. It's a lot more playing other people's decks, probably a lot heavier on the ramp piece to get there. So yeah. I, I like the design of the card a lot, Seven mana is a truck ton to put into it to what to what eventually and like I'm totally there for that, right? Um I do think the fact that nonetheless right like I do think that he has the backup of being a creature does there are a lot of different ways that you can put him from the graveyard to your hand, right? So yeah, you can kind of play around with some of that so that you hopefully are only casting him as a planeswalker once, um, if ever, while you keep cycling them from the graveyard to the battlefield uh, to your hand and that sort of thing.
2: I'm probably gonna go inside with Mr. Combo before you even speak and say this card's sweaty as hell. I don't think it's gonna be what you want it to be. That being said, I wanted to talk about more of an overarching thing from this set that I was impressed with. I was very glad, and they also, possible spoiler alert, don't know, have have done the other pathways in this set but they have turned flip lands into flip cards and there's a lot of flip cards that they put more support in because they first did it in zendikar and we had a couple flip cards that were creatures but they weren't really great by any means like there was some useful flip cards but they weren't really great but they're continuing that support and i'm excited about that and they're throwing it on planeswalkers also is there gods that aren't indestructible to this point
0: yeah, I believe this Tybalt is not indestructible. No, I know, uh, yeah, I and
2: mean, yeah, then, oh, no, yeah, yeah, they have the Egyptian gods. Yeah. Okay. 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 I just wanted I wanted to make sure, but um, yeah, I like that they're throwing flip cards on more than just creatures and or lands. They're doing it on Planeswalkers and other things. I I think that's cool. I like the mechanic a lot. And I, other than, I don't know, whatever. If you want to complain about taking your card out of your sleeve and put it in the other way, deal with it.
0: So, I'm actually a little 50-50 here, Tuck, leaning a little bit more in your direction. Really? Only because when Tybalt enters the battlefield, you get that emblem that you could play the cards, play, not cast. Uh, you know, and nah. you may spend mana as though it's only made a color to do it. So, even if you pay seven, activate the plus two, you exile four cards, and someone kills it next turn. You basically saved seven life. You, in theory, drew four cards that you get to play for the rest of the right. game. And so, I don't know. I'm real, I don't know how I feel about this. It's I a weird it's one. Super, I, I know, wasn't
1: super. And honestly, like- super
0: cool. And yeah. I like that all of his, the only thing I do wish, the only thing I do wish is I wish it read, you may play cards exiled with, Tybalt Cosmic imposter or Valky God of Lies, yeah. since Valky has an exile effect as well. I wish that there'd be a way that anything Valky exiles, if you once yeah. you get the Tybalt emblem, you can then cast those things I, as well. Uh, com- I completely agree.
1: Um, and, you know, if you do cast Tybalt once, it's going to be a later game. Then you can always cast the Valky God of Lies for four. And then you can start going with that route of trying to pull things out of people's hands. So again, like, and and in all honesty, like, obviously everyone knows I'm a Tibble card. So when this came out, I was excited. I just wish it would cost less mana because that seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> I'm looking so. at
2: this, right? Is this pre-ordering at eighteen dollars? Yep. Yeah, what it's a, shit. It, it, yeah, and I'm gonna How get much the fancy. If it was six mana, like 58, 60 bucks. What? No,
0: no. It's no. only one mana less. It's not gonna triple or quadruple in price. No, it's no, gonna. It, this it, thing, it, you might it, be surprised no if it costs five mana or four yes mana, if it was it might be forty dollars very yeah. very top end uh but i don't see how this car design could ever be a 60 70 yeah, $80 it's, it's not unless it's, we're talking 10 years from now
1: yeah I like and and again like it's pre-ordering for 27 i'm guessing you'll be able to scoop this up for 10 unless there's some crazy thing that happens in standard Ford.
2: where are you pre-ordering yeah. from
1: i'm not pre-ordering
2: anything <laughs> Card, card Kingdom's reading 18 bucks, and they're the most expensive place in the land. Oh, even better. All right. Well, let's move on to Artifact, and I kind of did
0: what Tuck did and picked one side of the card that actually interests me the most. So we're talking about the red Legendary Artifact that you could potentially just draw your or exile your entire deck Hornfell Horn of Bounty.
1: Well, okay, this is complicated because this is the other side is one of my other picks. So I'll read that one, <laughs> how about that, okay. <laughs> well,
0: well then, yeah, so four colorless red, it's a legendary artifact and it's a rare. Discard a card, exile the top two cards of your library. You may play those cards this turn. Like a well of stories, Burgi's horn never runs dry. I went with like an old timey prospect. Yeah, like there. Foghorn, Lakeborn yeah. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I can see too. it. Are, are we going and, golfing uh, at Augusta or something right afterwards? Uh, probably. <laughs> uh well Tuck, I guess I'm guessing this was for your god. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so why don't you read the other side? So the other
1: side is Burji, God of Storytelling, two colorless and a red for legendary creature God. It's a 3 3. When you cast a spell, add red until end of turn. You don't lose this mana as steps and phases end. Creatures you control can boast twice during each of your turns instead of once, which might as well be blank uh, text.
0: This is a tale to make all of Kaldheim tremble. So, the reason I picked the other red side is we always talk about how red struggles with card draw. And I think that, and I'm a big anti looting person because it's like I don't want to be discarding cards from my hand and only getting that same amount back. That always feels bad for right. me. And that's a big reason I don't run those kind of cards in my red decks. But to discard a card, and then Exile, the top two, and you may play those cards this turn. That is broken bananas. Yeah, that's really good. Could you imagine having something like this on the battlefield with, like, Bolas' Citadel? Oh. oh. Don't need those cards. Discard, Exile off. It's kind of like how the how Mikael did his whole Necropotence, Bolas' Citadel oh. deal. Oh, I don't need that card. Pay a life. Get rid of it. Right, right, right. Discard a card. Get rid of those. Oh. Th- this has so much potential. Yeah. It's really, it it's really cool. And, yeah.
1: and it pretty much just turns, this this also might as well just said, pay five mana, bin a land after turn six, gamble on the top two. <laughs> right. Yep. So I, I agree with that. And I I wanted to talk about the front side because as someone made mention, this is also the way that we're doing red mana ramp, right? Uh, yep. I don't know if it, someone said like if you're running, um, And uh, Ruby Medallion, you might as well just run this too. I'm not sure if I'm that keen on it, but I think in the right deck, especially if it's like a red sort of spell slinger deck where you might, you know, you might cast a far seek for two, then you have a red floating that you can do something else with. Uh, I just think that's like kind of a cool mechanic, especially because it lasts through the entire turn. So you can have some red floating for combat tricks or doubling a spell when someone tries to remove it. There's a lot of different utility
2: there. I, I, I think this is better than Ruby Medallion personally. Cause it's a spill. It's not just red spills. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. It is. Uh, it is. It, is it does die to lightning
1: bolt. So just remember that. <laughs>
2: <Hey>.
0: <laughs> so the one thing that is actually really cool about this, this is a uh, backup card to the Kai Car Wincon. Yeah, a lot of people go right. Kai Car uh, El- um El- Wait, El- You the mean Infinite. The goose top. is loose. Yeah, This is a replacement because just like the goose, you cast a spell, you get a spirit that sacks and gets a red. This one, you just immediately get the red. Um, And, you know, even if you kind of hit a fizzling point where it's like, I'm just not really getting there. You could do it as much as you can. And then all that mana carries over to second main phase. Maybe you had a combat trick. Maybe there was some shenanigan. I think this is really, really cool. cool. Uh, I may find a home for it in my flashback deck. Uh, because I do have that rude Goldberg machine accidentally in there. Why do you have do you, still, that? Why do you still have that deck? Because there's not a better Jeskai Guy deck. There are, but you still <laughs> like them. That's be that's be clear here. Um, well, I could build Narset and just make you hate me.
1: Well, I had a Narset. Everyone everyone has a Narset at some point, so might as well just get it out of, might as well just get it out of your uh, system.
0: But I do think this is something that would be good in feather. Mm-hmm, I yes. think this would be yeah. really cool in Feather, because you could kind of chain your cantrips together. Right. Seems real cool.
2: All right, Squee, what is your artifact? All right, I went with Mask, Wood, Nexus. So four colorless artifact. it's a rare. Creatures you control are every creature type. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. And then it has three colorless tap, a 2-2 two, two blue shapeshifter creature token with changeling. I chose this because it's just the best any type of tribal utility artifact you could ever want yeah oh yeah honestly it it turns every tribal deck into a better tribal deck than it was before for four mana and then it also gives you the option if you're playing tokens which a lot of tribal stuff does to create tokens just for fun and they're two twos they're not one ones which is decent so i i thought this was kind of under the radar i don't think it's ever going to get super expensive but This card to me is a slam dunk in a lot of EDH decks. What I just realized,
1: there's a very easy cut for this deck for me that I didn't even think of until you said that. Uh, Ninjas, cut Arcane adaptation, put this in. Slam dunk.
0: Why wouldn't you just find another or slot just do both of, have, them, yeah. both of them? Yeah, I don't like yeah. it.
1: I have I have a piles of ninjas in there, so I don't want to have more. I don't like that's not an effect I'm particularly looking for for redundancy. in. yeah, um, plus plus it, it it's a little harder the, for the, the, flip. the
2: big beaters. It, a lot of a lot of tribal decks will have cards that are outside of that tribe that are really good for the effects that they right. do. But this just makes them that much better. And it's not overly costed if you were to ask me. And then as yeah. we talked about earlier in the cast, It's a mana sink if you need one. If you got nothing else to do, create a shapeshifter, put them on the board and have another body. Why not? Sure. I like it. All right. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it's great. Um, Any more redundancy for arcane adaptation or conspiracy? I mean, we'll welcome it to the party, but I do like it because now I can put it in my like mono green elf deck because I do have, you know, 30 ish percent of the creatures are not elves. So boom, I get that synergy now. That's really cool. Um, You know, it'd be really cool even in my Brutaclad deck because I have some things like a Krenko. uh, I'm going to make as many goblins as I have goblins, but usually I'm changing my goblin tokens into better tokens. Mm -hmm. So now everything's
2: a GD (laughs) goblin. Right. Uh, So, yeah, that's very, very cool. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Again, it won't be super expensive, but this card can fit in so many decks. Yeah, that's cool.
0: All right, Tuck. What's your artifact?
1: Well, I told Mister Combo to suck it over in the instance, uh, so I'm gonna tell uh, Mister Squee that you can suck it right here too. Replicating, Mister Big Squee, sir. Our 15th better Manalith. So Replicating cool. Ring is three colorless for a snow artifact. Tap, add one mana of any color. Huh. It's already a snow artifact, so it's already better than Manalith. But hold on. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a night counter on Replicating Ring. Then if it has eight or more night counters on it, remove all of them and create eight colorless snow artifact tokens named Replicating Ring with tap, add one mana of any color. Again, there is no reason not to run not to run this over Manalith, especially in a deck that cares about proliferation or counters or moving counters one way to another. Uh, so yeah, so uh, pretty much all I got to say about that. And uh, yeah, there we have now, it. I do you have you a know what? Question, I'll, though, I'll give Cox. you
2: one card to say that it's not better than Manolith. So it is a snow permanent and say that you're not running anything that you need anything else for snow for. You could be hit by something like Frostburn, you know? One red, deals two damage to any target. If an opponent controls a snow permanent, it deals two damage to that opponent and a creature or a planeswalker they control on top of the two damage. Maybe it hurts you. Maybe it hurts you. I'm just so throwing, so, throwing it so in so the now ears you're, just you're, to you're, let you know that that snow permanent could bring you down. Sure, because we all know that Frostburn
1: is going to be just running rampant <laughs>
0: in EDH now. We also, Chuck, I actually, we also do know
2: them. the mana list is great. We know
0: this. We know this. Do we? We do. It's, so, Tuck, I actually do have something that may make replicating ring a worse manalith. Okay, hear me out. Bring it. This actually draws a target on replicating ring for someone oh, to come remove on. It. Whereas in manalith, no one would ever waste a resource on it.
1: If someone wastes
0: a resource on replicating the ring, they're also a moron. So good work. Well, what if you got seven night counters on it? You're about to get eight mana rocks. That's uh-huh. pretty good. So, yeah. Okay, it's a big fine. Deal.
1: It's a big deal. I'm sorry that a You're better card. I'm sorry, that, I'm sorry that we live in a world where a better card is a better target. Well, it I like that you world. put air
2: quotes around better card. I agree with you. It it could potentially be air quoted as better, but not on bad. this one. I would I wouldn't say that, but No, no, you and put you put air kudos. quotes around your card as being better, which means you don't actually believe it. Uh bad bad ways. bit by
1: you there, so that's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I am proud of Wizards for this. They actually
0: made a replicating ring or they call it replicated oh, ring. Shit. They actually created a token for it. That us. looks awesome. Yeah. So I would actually say, ladies and gents, if you're interested in running replicating ring, I would probably buy replicated ring tokens before they go up in price. Because I could see that being hard to find because people will buy eight of them. Right. Just so when they do so it. So they just have so they can show the, the thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. We're on to lands. Of course, I had to pick the one that dealt with gods. We're talking oh, yeah. about the World Tree. So amazing for my god tribal deck. So the World Tree is a land. It enters the battlefield tapped. You could tap it to add a green. As long as you control six or more lands, lands you control have tapped to add one man of any color. Double Wooberg. So two white, two blue, two black, two red, two green. Also known
2: as hashtag
0: Woof. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, 10 mana. Sacrifice the World Tree. Search your library for any number of gods. Put them onto the battlefield and shuffle your library. I am putting this in my God Tribal. Mm-hmm. I will be using Golos to get it onto the battlefield and I will be cracking that SOB. Wait.
2: I think this goes in any five color deck.
0: No. Oh, I think so. If you're not running gods. It does nothing. Uh, but you miss the it whole part you where you control six or more lands. land no, control on one mana I, any color. Yeah, that's but huge. It battlefield tap. There's just so what? Just cut a
2: forest, and then you have this. This is clearly not an early game card because you have to have six or more lands. Right. But late game, when you need the mana support, you got it. Whatever color Ooh, you want, oh. Progenitus. All of those decks. Any of that. This is great. Ah, uh, I don't know, guys. As the
0: resident five color player, I'm trying to argue for you here. Not this put card's this. great. No, it's, I think it's good for God decks. I think outside of that, it, I would rather have Oof. any other land that can enter the battlefield untapped. I think you're crazy. In five color.
2: I think you're crazy too. I gotta go with Squee on this, this one. Card's, this card's amazing in in in. Yeah. All right, Squee, Well, uh, what is your land? All right, so I'm talking Faceless Haven, Snowland. It's a rare. Tap, add one colorless. And then for three snow, Faceless Haven becomes a four three creature with Vigilance and all creature types until end of turn Is still land. Comes in untapped, gives you a colorless mana, which is fine. You can still use it early game, but it also has modality if you're running, say, a Voltron deck or something else like that where you need on the spot blockers or whatever the case may be at the end of the game. I think it's a win it's not going to be a, a it's it's not going to be a wh- whatever you want to call the world tree you know it's not going to be your world's senator for everything but I think this is a great utility card if you're running snowlands I think it's great if you're running any any Voltron deck at all put this in there
0: so Tuck question is this just better than the man lands I get played in modern um because it's only a three mana investment and i think a lot of those is like what four
1: no well there's there's a lot of them are three like special colonnade is three for like a two three flyer okay. that people play pretty good mm-hmm. um i think the fact that it doesn't have any it doesn't really have any vigilance might hurt um and then you have to like what do you mean it does have vigilance or it doesn't have any uh evasion it just has vigilance oh, okay. which isn't that's fine so, yeah but like then someone just chumps it with the beast token that they have lying around and then you're out of land
2: this this will actually save you well like if well obviously you wouldn't attack them if they're going to jump you with it use this as a blocker use this as the extra damage you need to swing through to get through in it also if you do your cards right second main phase still adds a mana because it has vigilance so you can essentially spend two mana on it you'll you'll lose a snow mana but you can spend this as a colorless after the fact because it's not going to be tapped after you attack i think it's great you know what? I would be hard-pressed not to run this in my
0: sliver deck if I would reduce the mana base just to basic snow land so I could make sure I could have the triple snow. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> but man, could you imagine making this a four-three sliver? Well, then yeah, the, best,
1: the best part—the us- best part—is you're like, oh, great, another Eldrazi card, right? Or another card to run in colorless. But there's no snow-covered waste, so there you yeah. go, right?
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, it works. It works. All right, Tuck, what's your land?
1: Uh, I actually have 10 of them. And uh, oh, the, one, the one I chose are the new uh, two, two uh, basic land type enter the battlefield tapped lands coming in at Commons. I will be buying six of these a piece because I think they are great. Uh, spreads out the mana. All, those, all of those... Uh, cards with like enter the battlefield tapped, you gain a life. All of those are immediately replaced. Um, and yeah. the things, the the two I want to point out more than anything are the ones with forests and the one with planes in them. Uh, Those are the two basic land types that most often get searched up. And outside of a few cards, there are uh, most of the ones that do it like Knight of the white orchard or whatever they search and end of the battlefield tapped anyways. So you're really Mm -hmm. not losing anything there again, probably slow for most of Mr. Combo's decks, but for someone who's a little bit more on the casual side, like me, I want one of these in any one of the color. I want any one of the decks, especially the boros ones that I can run them in.
2: Couldn't agree more. The, the, the collective knows i'm a i'm a pathway whore i bought all of the pathways from zendikar in multitude bought the foils the full arts they're beautiful i love them i can't wait to see the full arts for these and get them in person and quite honestly pro tip the non-foil full arts from zendikar looked better than the foil full arts just heads up there
0: you go All right, now we're going to head over to Legendary Creatures. I doubt either of my co-hosts picked this card. I'm obsessed with it, and it makes me want to kind of build mono blue feather targeting spells. We're talking about Orvar, the all form. Three colorless blue, mythic, Legendary Creature shapeshifter. It's a 3-3. It's a changeling, so it's everything. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, if it targets one or more other permanents you control, create a token that's a copy of one of those permanents. Whenever a speller ability an opponent controls causes you to discard this card, create a token that's a copy of target permanent. So obviously Oof. the second half of text isn't really gonna matter in EDH, right. unless someone is like, hey, bounce Orvar to your hand, and then have you discard it, uh, but that's very fringe. But really, right. the, whenever you cast Incident or Sorcery, if it targets one or more other permanents you control, create a token that's a copy of one of those permanents. There are so many instants out there that could just be like target creature gets plus zero, plus right, two. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of those can trippy type of things. Blo- there's a ton but in blue. Start, there's a ton
1: in blue to your point that can't block this turn or or can't be blocked this yeah. turn, right?
0: There you go. Well, and where I think this could be really cool is that if you make a kind of Empress Galena, I'm stealing your stuff or I'm creating copies of your stuff, but then I'm going to start using my instants and sorceries to target the copies or ones that i control to make more copies of it and you just kind of create this disgusting army right. of just a ton of things oh man i the ideas for this as an edh deck are so high and i, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be super slimy but yeah. i'm all for it well
2: and it's just like I'm really glad that they made this mono blue <laughs> <laughs> had more colors in it. Oh my god! If this was Simic, can you imagine?
1: It'd be incredible.
2: Oh.
1: Um, also, RIP Australian Alex, who very well could be dead or perhaps deported. Um, so good news—you can wave your Mistform Ultimates deck goodbye because you just got a commander that's just on the surface <laughs> better, just a better version of it.
2: Yeah, this is this is intense. I like this card. It, it is. I agree with you. It's pretty sweaty, but. I think this would be a really fun thing to build around. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Alright, Squee. What's your legendary creature? Alright, you had to know this was coming. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. We're talking Svela, Ice, Shaper, one colorless, a red, a green legendary snow creature, troll warrior. It's an uncommon. Oh, has right. three <laughs> tap, create a colorless snow artifact token named Icy Manolith. With tap, <laughs> add one mana of any f-ing color. The best uh, mana rock ever, but now it's icy. Oh, and then it also has six colors. am icy. Red and I'm green. clean. <laughs> Such a Tap, bad look card. Look at the top four cards of your library. You may cast a spell from among them without paying its mana cost. Put the rest of the bottom of your library in random order. Two, four. I had to pick it. It's got manaolith in it. We were talking about it in the Discord with the uh, with the collective. We're going to break this thing. We're going to figure out a way to make a bunch of Manaliths, animate them, and kill somebody with them. It's I'm going to go on a limb here and say, I cannot wait. I'm just going to put out there, I think this is a better card than Manalith.
1: <laughs> I agree with you. You have the chance I to could... play it on turn two, and then it just creates a Manalith yeah. every turn. It's better for the first time
2: in my podcasting career. I agree with you. This is a better Manalith. There you heard it. Oh, heard it oh first.
1: It finally came to sit. It took only a year and a half later, and 16 of these four-hour-long
2: nonsensical reviews, and we finally broke you. No, it only took a card that creates a physical mantelith over and over, <laughs> and over and over again. So suck it. Anyways, you know where this is going. I'm making a bunch of Manaliths. I'm going to animate them, and I'm going to murder somebody with them. I'm well, not talking so you know, Mr. You Combo's You really. Uh,
0: you can't animate token artifacts because they'll just die but I hope that you can figure it out wait why would they die because because most yeah most animation of artifacts it's their power and toughness equal to their converted mana cost which would be zero so, you, so, oh, here we go. So we're all for it. You make your manoliths, but then you have to have something else on the board that gives all your creatures plus one, plus one. Then it, you animate them. Then they don't I die. I think all that animation stuff one isn't, I think the animate artifact stuff is all in blue though. So Oh, you're probably right. But hey, so now, we're here for but it. But this is like a hidden commander
1: tech in a blue Ooh. in a teamer anim, artifact reanimator, <laughs> animator deck.
2: Sounds, sounds <laughs> dripping <laughs> we're gonna to to get there, boys. We're going to get there anyways. Icy Manalist coming to a deck near you.
0: All right, Tuck. What's your legendary creature?
1: Uh, So this is hot on the heels because I think I've identified... my next, what I'm gonna do for my Golgari deck. Um, so, Finn the Fangbearer, colossus in a green for a legendary creature, Human Warrior. It's got Death Touch, it's a one three. Whenever a creature you control, Death Touch deals combat damage
0: to a player, that player gets oh two voice God. encounters. You dick. Come, oh, no. Koma, and reclaim what you lost. Oh, no. Or does the Great Serpent
1: fear? a rematch?
2: Here he is, uh, Big Tuck, out here telling everybody he's not a degenerate. He doesn't like winning games. He I'm, just a, like for, it, I'm it. just a sucker for I'm just a sucker for He goes straight for the poison counters. I'm a sucker for poison
1: counters. I think they're great. So uh, I just think it's cool because now it kind of gives you you kind of get range, right? Um, it still deals the normal damage, right? It still deals the one damage and then it gets two poison counters. So obviously and like an attracts a build, this is going in immediately. Um, and the next deck I'm trying to build, ironically swear to everything I believe in that this was before this card got spoiled was uh, Murph's uh, friend of the show, Murph's Chevelle deck, which I think is pretty rad. Mm. Um, so as soon as this saw, I was like, it's a sign from Odin, this deck must be built. <laughs>
2: That's it. It's gross. Uh, I don't even want to uh, talk
0: about it. I don't even want to talk about it. I, I don't even know what to say. I thought we were away from Infect.
2: But you're thank a goodness you're moving,
0: you're moving soon, so we probably won't see it that often. Likely. Or ever. Is that Leder County
2: then, DGENs from upcountry? Yes. Yeah. DGENs from upcountry. At this
1: rate, likely you won't see it unless we're playing remote. <laughs>
0: All right, well, now we've moved on. We usually try to pick a type of whatever is around that set. Uh, So obviously this one's gods. So we each picked our favorite god. Big Tuck already talked about his because it was the flip side of my artifact. Mm -hmm. Mine also going in my god deck, because why not? Uh, Eskia, god of the tree what the hell Uh, colorless green green legendary creature god mythic Uh, it has vigilance tap add one mana of any color just a better manolith Uh, other legendary creatures you control have vigilance and tap add one mana of any color but you could cast it for its enchantment side so it's cost wooburg one of each color the prismatic bridge legendary enchantment mythic At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature or planeswalker card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. That's dope. Oh my god, this thing is so (laughs)
2: sick. Who cares about the other side of that card? Enchantment all day. All (laughs) day. Is this the first, hold on,
1: is this the first five color legendary enchantment that you could play?
0: No, they have the uh, legendary shrine. That's five colors. But that's it.
1: But that's you, you can't play that as your commander. Oh, correct, this one right. you can. Right. Because there's also like commander. legacy weapon yeah. that everyone wants to be a commander for whatever reason. So uh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Right.
2: I, I, this, I get the feeling there's a there's a tree that might be a Wuberg staple that might fit here.
1: Yeah, probably would. They don't even connect. <laughs> well, no, you run you run all. So you run all gods in this and then you run the other tree. Yeah. There you go.
0: Mm -hmm. anyways Mm -hmm. I love (laughs) the card and I actually do think this could see play in other decks because I think to squeeze point you're always casting it for the prismatic bridge side 99% of the time I would consider running this in slivers like, yeah. Yeah. get a free sliver out there. That's pretty awesome. It, you know, it's kind of that first sliver esque random cascade. I think that's super super cool. I'm tempted to figure out how this fits in my Game of Thrones deck. <laughs> Not sure how, but I'd like to figure <laughs> it out. Uh, I mean, this th- that, that's gonna that's gonna be sl- uh, sweaty for
1: this sure, could be kind this, like this could kind of be a slimy backup to Joda too, right? Because all the creatures are gonna be flipping are gonna be humongous, and you don't have any yeah. planeswalkers, yeah. so
0: all right oh yeah or, I guess I do or do you I don't know I don't remember I I know I probably luckily, do I probably have some big luckily ones.
1: it's been so long since a we reviewed that deck and b I've seen it that I don't remember half the cards in it which is great and one of the reasons oh, why I'm I sleeping well. it's time to play it
0: sure <laughs> <laughs> all right squee bring us home what is the god you want to talk about all
2: right so I'm talking I think it's Raydan Raidan. R E I D A N E, you all choose whatever you want to call it. and God of the Worthy. So, two colorless and a white. It's a flip card as well. Uh, Legendary Creature God. It's a rare. Flying Vigilance. Snow lands your opponent's control in a battlefield tapped, whatever. Uh, non creature spells your opponent's cast with converted mana cost four or greater costs two more to cast. It's two, three. It only costs three mana to put on the Ooh. board. I think that's pretty damn good. So, you know, in EDH, we talk about it all the time. End of the game, big splashy spells, Seven, eight, nine mana now costs 9, 10, 11 mana, that's actually getting up there into a potentially unreachable part for a lot of people, and it might mess up a lot of the other things they're trying to do on top of those spells in the afterfact. So, it also flips over into a legendary artifact called Valkmira, Protector Shield for 3 colors and white. If a source an opponent controls would deal damage to you, or a permanent you control prevent one of that damage, whenever you or another permanent you control becomes a target of a spell or an ability that an opponent controls, counter that spell or ability unless its controller plays one. I like it. That's a really, just really nice like static effect. Isn't They're the shield to? Isn't the shield just a better commander?
1: <laughs>
0: doesn't it do? I think. Doesn't so. it do,
2: just do more? Right. <laughs>
0: I was just about to ask, like, I feel like that
2: shield goes into Planeswalker decks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I. I this shield's it, it's a really good, I, I think the one damage is going to be underestimated. Right. Because it's whenever in a source an opponent controls would deal yeah. damage. So if they hit you with a 1-1 one, one tokens, it does nothing. Literally nothing at all. Right. And then it also gives you the odd, like, it, it countered in white, which needs support for this, counters every spell unless somebody pays yeah. one. So it's another propaganda effect. It's another type of thing like that that people aren't thinking about. They're not calculating in their heads when they're going, oh, well, what am I going to do to squeeze? And they go, well, if you don't have an extra one mana, then I guess you can just put that in your graveyard for fun. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Put that in like, your graveyard and yeah, suck it. on that. Yeah. No, I I think this card's great. I, I don't really see using the god side of it much but at the same rate it could be useful eventually that being said the other side of it is a, i i think you're going to prevent so much more damage than people are expecting with this card just because it says source and not whenever an opponent does damage yeah. it prevents one of it i think that's huge and I will actually say this. I think the creature
0: side could see play in the 99 and like a uh, Grand Arbiter Augustine deck. Because sure. yeah, it's yeah. already yeah, trying yeah. to just, tax spells. Just another one on so top So can of you it, imagine right? like, yeah, just adding yeah. more and more and more. And it's a uh, flyer.
2: It's a good blocker support. It has vigilance. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's useful. And it's not overly expensive. It's three mana. It's not yeah. going to kill you to get it onto the board. But I'm, all right, I'm jonesing on it,
0: jonesing. Well, guys, uh, that was our not so accurate set review for Kaldheim. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Of course, leave comments on our DoorDash page. Uh, Give us a thumbs up on Grubhub. Yes, (laughs) we're on neither of those platforms. So if you're able to do either, you're awesome. Well, that's gonna wrap up What's the Plane Chase. Now in that last segment, Squid Dives into those creative juices with the
2: Weatherland. Light report coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 4. We're talking about stuff that's not nearly as good as any of the cards we just reviewed. <laughs>
1: Excellent, it's got <laughs> a lot of work over for. dark.
2: <laughs> so, we're talking Ramsey's over dark here. It is from Legends Too Colorless, Too Black, Too Blue. Talk about a wolf summon Legend. <laughs> Tap, destroys target creature which has an enchantment card played on it, it's a 4-3. <laughs> yes, squeeze. Wow, yeah, that sh- is, that's, <laughs> that is, that is something, all right. I heard you loud and clear, Mr. Combo, we're diving into old cards, here we I go. I will give you,
1: I will give you this, the artwork is totally metal man, redacted bitch! Uh, <laughs> and it's also illustrated by Richard Kane Ferguson, who rules, and it's also part of Magic History, also $40. Yep.
2: What a nightmare. It's an expensive weatherlight report. Trust me, this deck's not going to win a lot. Anyways, uh, so we're talking enchant other people and kind of take their stuff as kind of deck. You know, we'll see. Anyways, we're, we're going to the first card. It's Shades Form. It's a common from a set that I am not aware of. I don't know what that symbol is. It's one colorless, two black, enchant creature. Enchanted creature has, for one black, this creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. When enchanted creature is put into a graveyard, return that creature to play under your control. So you get your commander out. You put this on somebody else's creature. Kill it. Take it. Own it. Enjoy it. <laughs> kill it. Take it.
0: Own it. Enjoy it. It's kind of like, uh, uh, what was it, bop it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Twist it. Bop it. Pull twist it, it. Bop it. <laughs>
2: Yep, it's perfect. We're talking a huge rigmarole here, boys, but if you want to get on this rigmarole train, we're doing the damn thing. (sighs) Ideally, yeah, you're just taking other people's stuff, turn it into yours, doing whatever you can. I like it. We're enchanting stuff. It's going to be a power level three or less kind of deck. Let's talk about the next card, Rootwater Shaman. So, two colors and a blue. Whenever you play creature enchantments, Or sorry, you may play creature enchantments whenever you could play an instant. So this just gives you more ammo to play all of your enchantments that you have to put on other people's stuff as soon as they play it on their other turn. That way you can then use your, if you have your commander out, you can use his tap ability, enchant somebody at instant speed as soon as they play it, kill it, take it back with whatever multitude of enchantments you have and or just spot remove it. So... It's an interesting that's, card. Yeah, that's kind
1: of that's kind of cute.
2: That's I like that card. That's interesting. I yeah, it's it's real cute. Real cute. Real cute. It's not the first root water we're talking about, or the last. Or sorry, it is first root water we're talking about. It's not the last one. Uh, it's also not the last Murfolk we're talking about. We'll get to that later though. What? Uh, so let's dive into the third card here. Uh, so we're talking launch. Artwork's insane. One colorless in the blue. It's from Urza Saga. Enchant Creature. Enchanted Creature gains flying when launch is put into a graveyard for play. Return launch to owner's hand. Oh my Couldn't god. Wow. that's beautiful. <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: Yeah. That is, that is else.
2: super cute. <laughs> Kill him. Bring it right back. It's, a, it's cute as
1: it's f***. It's, it's like Rancor in the worst, co- in a bad color. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, this deck's really cute. Uh, I like that. I like that. that. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah, okay i'm it. here i'm here we're for Going it. somewhere
2: here we're for going it. somewhere with this thing we're going somewhere with this thing all right let's round it out uh we're at almost 90 minutes here boys this not so accurate set review has really put us in the tank second root water of the day root water matriarch so two colorless two blue creature merfolk it's a rare it has tap gain control of target <laughs> creature as long as that creature is enchanted it's a two three Okay.
0: Yeah. I really like that. That
2: that can get really, real sweaty. I'm either taking, I'm either destroying the creature or I'm taking it from you. What would you like? Correct. Okay. All right. Uh, That's it. And and this card actually could see play outside of this deck too, because a lot of creatures get enchanted. It doesn't specify it has to be your enchantment. I yeah. I'm I'm kind of just taking the
0: I'm kind of here. I'm kind of here for that. There you go.
2: Yeah. There you go. That's the, uh, old shitty of the day. <laughs> Squee McGee, Ramsey's over dark. If you got six mana to push your commander out, this thing could run. Alright well, right, Collective, you, all are playing. You, you
0: heard it from Squee, this is a collective challenge, let's yep. see those brews on Ramsey's Overdark This is competitive, in
1: this is this is. you get double points Well, I will pay and send you a swag bag if you can turn this into a CEDH deck <laughs> 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 I will do that for you Collective, because that's how much oh, I care uh, yeah. uh, uh,
0: uh, You gotta put a condition on that, they actually have to use the commander in the deck, because they could just build a Demir no, yeah. no, 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 never this commander. has to be the commander right, yeah, yeah.
1: it has to be a cdh right. deck with this is the commander
0: <laughs> no no oh. but, Tuck, you're not listening that's what i'm saying he could be the commander but they could literally never oh, use yeah. him. right and yeah. so they have to, has do, to do they played. have to use him okay. does he have do they have to play let me make i'll it okay. be cast it has let to me, be cast let, yeah it has to be
1: cast and oh, you have to have all four of the cards we talked about today in the deck
2: correct <laughs> you have to make it cdh okay. that's the rule that is the rules <laughs> i dig it all right well y'all know what to do go and build ramseys over dark spend your money and make a cdh deck other than that that's that's all i got i'm going to kick it back to the action four news desk when this combo and big tut thank you for staying with us and as always
0: remember the great giveaways from cmd tower and level one game shop by retweeting subscribing following liking sharing and hey placing orders at level one game shop Another way to support us is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash tower With reward tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help build Ramsey's Overdark. <laughs> yes. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can communicate directly with your news team at cmdtower, at Mr. Comma number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at DeerSquee, at BigTuckTweeting. From your MTG Action 4 news team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and suck it, Mr. Bevers. <laughs>